This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I don't know if we can roll the fan cam around to what Mike has done to the blinds this morning. but. Every day before, I think I can make them worse. I do not believe that you can. Is <laughs> I tried to fix them. Every day before the show starts, you did not fix them. <laughs> we'll ask Joey what his presumptive rating is for the show, and today he has said three point four out of ten. We have Stephen which, coming on the show. I, I, I think it's more reflective of okay. the blinds <laughs> and Mike oh, that's than looking already. any of anything else. But I am. I am also concerned as we are two days away from Peaceathon. By the way, the Peaceathon guest list as of now Flula, Charlotte Jones, Micah Parsons, Bianca Belair. Yep. It's going to be an extravagant, and it looks like maybe Marty Turco is going to join us as well. The and Princess perhaps, of Bel Air? Oh, my gosh. Not, <laughs> not that. Kevin, I lost my spreadsheet. From previous years? My spreadsheet. My spreadsheet don't was need not it. Cowboys won of all of our all of our guests and times and everything. My spreadsheet was not saved. All right, three point four. It is. I'm feeling that might be optimistic for the day. Oh. It doesn't matter when the Cowboys win by that much and play that well. It That's doesn't matter. Are you back? No. When, when the Cowboys win by more points than Justin Jefferson has receiving yards, you know that you just had a straight-up ass-kicking. So my question for y'all, and we can talk about any aspect of the game that you want, but we posed this question last week, is do you feel like the Cowboys, just perception-wise, gained everything back, maybe even more, than what they lost in that Packers defeat? My answer is yes, Corey. Okay. Why? Like, what What did they lose in that in, in losing to the Packers? Well, I thought that they were very vulnerable, And that's why I thought this was a coin flip game that I was leaning towards Minnesota having the home field. Minnesota, by um, I think everybody's standard, was considered the second best team, if not the best team in the NFC going into that game before we saw them play that game. Like, man, this is going to be tough. Minnesota's having a great year. I get that there's a lot of things that people say they aren't very good, but they are 8-1. and And then you watch that game and you're like, oh, my gosh, I think it's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Like, and the Eagles didn't play well yesterday. I'm not writing them off, but I watched that game go, the Cowboys really can. I know Jerry sells every year. They could be 0-10 right now, and Jerry be like, I do think this is the best yeah. team ever that I've ever had in my life. Like, that's Jerry. But Jerry, what he said yesterday, I do believe that this team can go to the Super Bowl. Maybe they could win it in one game. The version game, we saw yesterday, but that, not the version we saw against Green Bay. 100. Well, that version yesterday was perfection. Yep. That, that. That's 17-0 and winning the Super Bowl. Yep. No, there's always – there's usually a game, right? I know the 
one year or so ago it was when you beat Atlanta by 58 points yeah. or whatever. But it was such a three to three, right? It was such yeah. a bad team that it didn't mean as much. But that was a eight and one team that you were on the road. The building was electric going into that game, and by halftime. Minnesota's getting booed off the field because you have totally dominated them. Yeah, the, the this is the reason, Kevin, that I'm not saying they lost it last week or it's back this week because okay. each week's different. This week's story, I was wrong. I was very wrong last week when I said that you couldn't count on the Cowboys to take the gut punch game and take advantage of it and for the Minnesota Vikings to lo- to win the and be on a high and not be as prepared. I was wrong because the exact thing that I said you couldn't count on happened yep. in its biggest stretch. Okay, Cowboys doing what they did was uh, like that's the best we've seen of them, assertive. We are the dominant team today. You can't do anything even if you want to try. We've got you. That's the best version of this team. So, Kevin, until I see that consistently, until I see them want to play that way all the time, I can't say that that's the version I'm going to get every week. Sure. But I also know that the version that they were against the Packers wasn't the version I was going to get every week. They're somewhere in between, which is really good. Tilted to which side? Like, I hear what you're saying. Tilted to the better side. Okay. I really do think that they're tilted to the better side. But when they played the way they played yesterday, Mike's right. That is Super Bowl championship style team. It's just can they play like that consistently? I also heard Brad this morning, Brad Shamon with Sean and RJ and Bobby. That's a weird thing now to have to, to, yeah, to kind of figure that whole thing it. out. They need a name. Um, say that maybe the Cowboys are just a good matchup for Minnesota. Maybe there's something to that. And, and maybe okay. maybe there is something along those lines that works. Let's see how they do against the Giants this week who are upset. And now the Cowboys, can they go do it again and say, look, we're going to go assert our dominance one more time in our house against a team in our division and show everybody what's really up? It was, and I do see this, and I'm curious about it. I would have to go back and rewatch from the beginning how I felt about the flow of the game is we get a text is, you know, the, the Vikings got outcoached and they moved away from the run too early. The thing that's tough about that, though, is the Cowboys scored a touchdown or a field goal, so they scored points on their first seven drives. All right? And so since 1978, which is when the NFL expanded to the 16-game schedule, they had never done that. All right? And the last time they'd scored on seven consecutive drives at any point in the game was 2014. So it had been eight years since they scored seven straight times and then they did never happen in the 16 game schedule era where they had kicked off the game like that so i i also was curious that the vikings didn't run the ball earlier but i will say one thing that encouraged me is i know the dowling cook stats look gaudy in a more limited time but it felt like when the vikings needed to run the ball they couldn't ex- exactly <laughs> i saw leighton vanderish pop up there that was awesome duff people and i was like that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was an awesome play to see him step in there and, and do what he was doing. And Kevin, I mean, I know it was very late, but Jabril Cox got on the field. Yes. Finally got to see a little bit of that action there. So, no, man, I think the I think here's the other thing, too. Not just the defense. The run defense, I think, was a big concern. They, they proved very early in the game they wanted to stop the run. I, I get that part of it. But, Kevin, the other side of the ball was that the offense, and you pointed out the numbers, how they went through and scored on those drives consecutively. The, I think they know how to use Tony Pollard. 
Like this is this is something that gives me great comfort now. Just throw the ball and he'll score a touchdown. They well well that too <laughs> yeah it just it does kind of feel like every time you, hey just get you Mike you we've been talking about this for a long time regarding Zeke. Every time you hand the ball off to or you give the ball to Tony, you feel like there is about to be something big happening. Like you that's this is very similar to Soto's step to the plate. Something is gonna happen when he gets to the plate. I gotta see it. So when I see Tony Pollard on the field, I feel like something big's about to happen. And now I think Kellen Moore actually knows, you know what? This is my strike weapon right here, man. I agree with you and uh, there were a couple times, and it's not fair because Zeke did his job and did it tremendously uh, yesterday. But there are a couple of big holes where you see Zeke and he's like, got a huge hole. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hit that hole and then I'm going to lunge my body forward for the eight-yard gain. I'm getting the necessary and I'm like, yards. I wonder if he would have just tried to run through that instead of leap, like, like catapult his body. Like, I'm going to be a torpedo here. I was like... I wonder what he could have done. And then my mind goes to Corey. I think like most Cowboy fans, I wonder if Tony Pollard would have had that hole if it would have been more than eight or ten yards. And yeah. But Zeke did his job. Zeke, did, Zeke, that's who he is. He's a he's a wrecking ball. He's going in, head down. I'm going to hit the hole as hard as I can. If nobody's there to hit me, I'm going to lunge forward for an eight-yard gain. If somebody's there to hit me, I'm going to push them forward for two to three yards. And that's great to have on your team. So I don't want this to be like oh Mike thinks Zeke is horrible or anything I just wonder sometimes when Zeke gets those big holes I wonder I wonder if Pollard had that ball if that would have been a touchdown yeah and and that's that's great I I will also say Kevin you know how when you just kind of have to accept what you have sometimes yeah I have the ability to wear a game out and to you know to add these little runs here and there and then when Tony Pollard steps on the field now those defensive players have to adjust completely differently to what this guy is about to bring. I mean, I kind of would say it was it's very similar to Jalen and Luca back last year, where you had two t- completely different guys in don't what they could the, do. I really wish you wouldn't bring that up just because right, of the I'm contract to, situations <laughs> and one of them is going to move on down the road. I'm also right. trying to completely ignore the Mavericks. All right, gotcha. So like, I, but it's it's it is a change of pace, and those guys have to respond appropriately. But more than anything, somebody's saying fool's gold. I don't agree. I, I, I think I want to know more about why you would think that. I think that this is the first time that Kellen Moore, I mean, we're what, four games in on Dak back now? Uh, three games? No, he's three and one since coming okay, four back, games. right? Four games in on Dak back, which is, this is your complete arsenal offensively, and maybe except for Tyron Smith, but this is your complete arsenal all together. And I think Kellen Moore's like, this is what I wanted this thing to look like more than anything. Okay, since the game was so dominant, by the way, Christian Derisaw, who went out with the second concussion in his last two games, he's already been ruled out for Thanksgiving, So, which is probably wise. If you have a concussion in one game, come back, have a concussion in another game, probably not the best idea to jump back out on the field uh, four days later. All right. We will essentially spin the wheel of impressive Cowboys factoids. Do you want a historical fact? Do you want a Kirk Cousins fact? Justin Jefferson or Tony Pollard? Well, let's start with Jefferson, who really screwed my uh, fantasy team over. Well, good. Well, look, I will support well, your fantasy team until it's going up against my actual Kirk team. Kirk Cousins like, had one and a half seconds to release <laughs> the football. Was, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. So, since the 2020 draft, Justin Jefferson has the most yards receiving in the NFL, the most 20-plus yard catches, 
the most 40-plus yard catches. He had none of either of those in the game. And then since the start of last season, Justin Jefferson has had less than 45 yards receiving three times. Two of those were against the Cowboys. <laughs> last year, two catches, 21 yards. This year, really stepped up his game, three catches for 33 yards. And that's it. Yeah, this is, uh, and I don't think you know, it, it was completely Diggs. Diggs had something to do with it, though. Yeah. Uh, and the way that they, I told you, you know, just like if he's not on Diggs, then you roll the safety over and you try and commit that. And I think Mike's right. The fact that Justin Jefferson, when when Kirk Cousins dropped back, most of the time he oh, didn't even have ass. time to get to Absolutely. his first progression. Like he didn't even have time to throw to or look Jefferson's way because somebody was already in his face. I know you saw that pass, Mike, where he tried to. He was like, "Somebody's coming at me. I just got to get rid of the ball." You saw it. Yes, I knew. Yes, he's. he's- <laughs> He's so bad under pressure. (laughs) Like, you watch last night's game real quick. If you watch, like, Mahomes and Herbert and what they can do at times under pressure, and then you watch Kirk Cousins, and you're like, they're not in the same league, are they? Did you feel like they were like, technically, this is not a primetime game, and he goes, the hell it's not. Check this out. They're playing like it's primetime against me, so. From the 469, Corey, this is what you need to know. That's how you outswag something. Okay, I appreciate you know, learning how to outswag we'll get now. the Cowboys win because Cowboys lose because also, Man. should we pivot our show? Because this suggestion from the 469, November 21st, 1989, do you know what happened that day? Mm. Cowboys won their one game of the year? That actually could be true. That was the day that Brett Maher was born. Today is his 33rd birthday, and perhaps this should turn into With Ken Griffey Jr. too, and Sean Sharif. Wow. Of a celebration of Brett Maher. Say it, Kevin. Say that's three goats right there. God, that is three goats. How would you hey. rank them? Well, obviously Griffey, Maher, Sean. Sean. says he's first. Oh, okay. I believe he's. I was going in reverse order he's from three try to one. I've, see, that's <laughs> Sean yelling, trying to make his case. I really hope the Cowboys get to go to Minnesota at some point in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. my God. They play good up there, man. Like Holy They definitely cow. play good up there. Does I wonder how much... You know, the elements mattered in this, too. Like, they didn't love playing up in Green Bay where it's cold See, and windy and whatever. And I know this is not grass. I know this is not a fair way to do this, but if I could go back in time, I'd be like, yeah, let Maher kick it. <laughs> He'll figure it out. <laughs> like, I had 53 yards in the ice. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. All right. Do you want one more stat? Mm. Tony Pollard, Kirk Cousins, or historical stat? What do you want, Mike? I, I chose the first one. I chose Pollard. I okay. choose Pollard here. Okay, Tony Pollard, 189 yards from scrimmage were the most for Dallas Cowboys player or running back in five years. Really? I was hoping you'd say Herschel. And he's not the not, starter? Zeke did it in 2017 against San Francisco. So it wasn't 19, Herschel Walker. It was not. I mean, Since 1988. No, no. Herschel. Since 2017, Ezekiel Elliott had 219 scrimmage yards. So, yeah, Tony Pollard getting work done. Yeah, he's on the campaign trail. Yes, yes, yeah. For uh, for a contract is what I'm saying. I was going to say, you'd vote for him for whatever right now, (laughs) right? You want to be the comptroller? Let's knock it out. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on 105.3 The Fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Take two from 60 to end the half. Operations clean. Kicks away from 60. Thank you very much. Can we count that one? You're damn right we can count that one. And it is Brett Maher's birthday. So let's celebrate all day long. And we continue that celebration right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider. Mickey Spagnola. Good Morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Man. Mickey, I have a question for you. It better be positive. It better be a good one. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is that the best version of this team? In quite some time. Yeah, like even for like this season, do you think that's the best version we'll see of this team? And well, can they can do that consistently. I think you consider where they were playing, the environment in that stadium, um, indoor stadiums are off, awfully, awfully loud, right? Uh, and playing a team that was tied for the best record in the NFL. And they absolutely mauled them. Mm-hmm. And they took all that skull BS before the game <laughs> and the chanting oh. and clapping and stuffed it right down their throats. Wow. Was the J. Ron Curse bit your favorite part of the day then when he started <laughs> that mocking that That can give you cancer. Clap? Skull okay, and then, that's, and then that going down your throat. Tobacco, Mike. Oh, my gosh. No, skull's not tobacco. It has something to do with some Viking stuff. None of those people have ever even met a real Viking. So, so I guess the, like, the, 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 the version we saw was great. Can they do that consistently? Can they do that again? Well, you know, sometimes 
Um, they were assertive yesterday. It has to do with matchups, too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and their offensive line was no match for the Cowboys' defense uh, whatsoever uh, when it came to them having to throw the football. Uh, offensively, I think this team can do that. You know, and we allowed, well, not we, a lot of people allowed last week two interceptions to over, uh, to cloud over the fact that they did score 28 points. They did have 450 yards total offense. Uh, so they were moving the football. Uh, they had two bad routes, uh, but they scored 28 points the week before. They scored 42. I know seven were defensive, uh, so 49. Just think about the number of points they have scored in the last three games. Mm-hmm. So is that a trend? I, I think so. Um, is it a trend now that Dak's a little farther removed from missing five straight games? Very good, yep. Um, so from an offensive standpoint, yeah, I think they can do this. Um, now, I'm not saying they're going to score every game. They're going to go out the first seven possessions and score something, right, since that had never been done uh, previously. Uh, but I think this, uh, this offense is that good, uh, regardless of who the second and third receivers are, right? Right. Uh, and especially when you can throw the ball uh, to a running back, and if people want to ignore him, or they want to try to cover him with a linebacker on a wheel route, good luck with that. Yeah, that didn't work out super awesome for them. Yeah, so there, there's just so many different ways they can do this without having to rely on just one person uh, to uh, dominate the game. I mean, as good as you know Pollard was on, on the two touchdown runs, uh, you know, kind of overshadowed C.D. Lamb, who had five catches for 45 yards, and one incredible leading tower of Pisa catch, right? Yeah, that was a great catch. And even Gallup got him off to a great start, three catches for 41 yards. Um, he was so physical, too, when he was catching yes, and turning. so it was complete. You know, you see Noah Brown make a catch like that. Uh, and then the kicker, right? Oh, my gosh, the kicker. How cold was that? From the two one four, let Maher cook. That's uh, that's kind of in response to the let oh. Russ cook stuff. Well, and I'll and I'll tell Maher you what, and, and 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 you know what? How long did the guy in the replay booth have to look at that play? And I have, then he buzz it when the guy's approaching the ball. I don't know if I've ever seen that specific instance where they're the the next play had happened and they're like, wait, 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 wait. But the Cowboys had called timeout, right, before the, the yes. kick, right, because yeah. they wanted to get everybody on the field and just kind of settle everybody down after that spectacular catch. Maybe he was, like, heating up his spaghetti and meatballs in the microwave. Well, <laughs> they were serving meatballs in the press box, so, yeah, so maybe he was still slurping down something. And, it was, you know, it took, like, a little bit of time, and then he finally was like, oh, wait a second, yeah, I, I have a job to do. Let me eat my meatballs here first, and then we'll look at this. That was incredible. And then incredible on Myers' part that the second kick was better than the first. Man, it went farther and it was right down the middle. No kidding. And I saw this 
from ESPN, if you care about fantasy football, Brett Maher had 27 fantasy points, which is the most by any kicker in a game in the last 10 years. So you get more points for distance? Yes, you do. So 50, 53, 60, and 60? Exactly. Did he get the extra no, 60? No, he did not get the double 60, but still. So I did a little research about the third down situations that Minnesota was put in. And so obviously Minnesota, one of 11, on third down. But part of the reason, Mickey, their average third down to go was 10 yards. That's because they were losing yards on second down if they were trying to pass, right? Exactly. And, and then six of their 11 third downs were for six yards or more. So they were consistently put in your third and longs. So did anybody pay attention to the poor Cowboys third down conversion it, it percentage? Tur- it turned out pretty awesome. Was it 70%? Good? 70. So you'll win every game like that. And so here's the deal. And people need to understand the NFL is a week to week proposition. And you don't make these generalizations, uh, generalizations over one game, one loss or one win. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, last week, Dak had to answer questions about being erratic. Uh, about if he's the, the Cowboys have an answer question about if he's the quarterback of the future, right? You're yeah. kidding me. Did anybody pay attention to last year? The guy had the third highest quarterback rating in the league at 104. He set a single season record with 37 touchdown passes. And now everybody's questioning him. He's got to prove himself again. Seriously? Well, he just stuck that one to everybody, nope. by the way. The only thing I don't like about that statement is then I can't completely overreact in the positive. If oh. it's a week-to-week proposition, uh-huh. Corey. I want to overreact Mickey, all the No, way. Mickey is telling me nope. I can't overreact too much. No, right you now. shouldn't because there's another game See, in four days. Can't do it. Right? To calm the F down. Okay, but so we, but, you know, it, and, and that's what happens with this, you know, kind of seesaw league right one week you're the absolute best the next uh, the you'll never win worst. again yeah right yeah, yeah and and that's just the kind of the way it is i mean look what almost happened to philadelphia you know they lose one God. and then they're ready to lose another one i i will tell you this and Mickey. i tried to help them out by the way the, uh the colts right okay when I- they're at the goal line and it was i don't know second and goal or third and goal i said to myself he's gonna run the football they didn't know it because all of a sudden there was a highway lane right up the middle. <laughs> right. Like, where did everybody go? Yeah. Did they know who they were playing? So, but anyway, look, that's what, you know, Philadelphia was never going to lose another game. And then they lost one. And they almost lost another one. You right? know what? And the same thing's happening to the Giants now, right? Yes. No, you're definitely right about that. Mickey, I, I think we have a moment for you and Mike to bond right here. What are your thoughts about Jalen Hurts? Because there are some people who throw out some hyperbole about how good Jalen Hurts is that I know drives Mike insane. I think that if you contain him from running and make him play quarterback, I think he's got some short givings. I think that you can control his passing if you control the part of his game when he just escapes and runs, or they call quarterback draws. You just have to be cognizant of his ability to run the football. 
I think he's a solid quarterback, Mickey. I think because he started off this season, as most people saw him as a below average quarterback in the NFL with a lot of weapons around him now. And I thought Philadelphia did a great job in the offseason and he's taking advantage of it. But it'd be like me saying the way Charles Davis, I watched that game yesterday because it was before the Cowboy game Mm -hmm. and he runs in for the touchdown to win 17 to 16. And Charles Davis is like, this is the best quarterback in the NFL. If if you can't see it, I don't know what you're watching. And I'm like, he scored 17 points. They had 10 points with under a minute to go. And he did run it in. It was a great drive. They they won the game. He has a great record as a quarterback this year. I'm like, come on. This would be like me going out here because I'm a Martin Perez fan now because he pitches for the Rangers. Well, it's obvious Martin Perez is the best uh, pitcher in baseball. It's like, well, where he started from, it was unbelievable. Now, if this upcoming season he has a three and a half ERA, I'll be like, hey, man, that's solid. But it's not one of the best pitchers in baseball. But it's it's a good to have a solid pitcher on your team. But I can't compare him with the best. What did he throw for 180 yards again? Yeah. I'm just I just threw it out. I don't, I don't have any. It idea. is. It's right about there. So, uh, yeah. And, and so if somebody stops that, stops that running and makes him throw the football. Well, it's a different story. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with but you. He's good. He's but he's good. He's good. No. I'm not, I don't and want anybody has... to think I was wrong about to start the year. I thought, hey, he's a bad quarterback. I don't know if Philadelphia can go far without him. He has gone from a below average quarterback in this NFL to a good quarterback in the NFL. But please, God, Charles Davis and people, stop putting him yeah. in the Patrick Mahomes category. He's improved and, and, and good on him, right? But sometimes when you play a little bit more, you get better. You know, the trouble with, you know, the NFL today and the people watching is. If if you're a rookie and you don't become a star because you're a first round pick as a quarterback, you're trash, right? Yeah. Sometimes it takes guys to develop, to become yeah. better, to learn to play the game. Uh, and I think he has done that, but by no means would I say, well, yeah, there's the best quarterback in the league right now. Thank you very much, good sir. We will catch up with you tomorrow. All right. It's a quick week. That's right. There you go. Mickey What's Spagnola. Why is it so quick? DallasCowboys.com. They will play the Giants Thursday right here on 105.3 The Fan. All right, Mike. Yeah. We got time for our betting. Oh, with this is the time. Basic let's updates. do it this week. Okay. Look, let's, let's <laughs> sometimes there's so much content. We can't, we can't handle it all. But I, I'm all prepared to update. All right. And I was totally fine about one of these games. All right. So, uh, Kevin, you go first. You had the first pick. What did you pick? I picked the Minnesota Vikings, who went down. They were in underdogs. Flames. Did they cover? They, they did not. You could have timesed. You could have multiplied the point spread by ten, and we still wouldn't have made it. Yep. And or so, 20. good job. Horrible pick. Uh, or they, was it? Is a great pick. So then I went ahead and picked the Baltimore Ravens. They needed to win by thirteen or more. They only scored thirteen points, so that's really tough to to do that when you only score thirteen yep. and you're favored by thirteen. Yeah. So screw me on that one. There's two L. So we are still tied for the whole year. There is zero dollars yep. being exchanged. Corey, we did great. You had a, the first pick against me, Corey. What did you think was going to happen on Sunday Night Football? I Kansas City would win by five. They won by three. <laughs> Remember. Corey, I know, but remember the stat was he wins those games. I thought I did not they'd have win by inf- five. Yeah. I thought they would, so that's my that's on me. What a great game though. That was that was game. really fun to watch. Uh I think both those quarterbacks are really fun to watch. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. And that was a really fun drive at the end of the game. But you know what? I went, you know what? 
I don't think the Giants are very good, but screw it. Let's go with the Giants. I didn't love the picks, and I was like, you know what? The Giants are good. Detroit's not. And then Detroit blew them out of the water. So Detroit, who was uh, – you had them. I had the Giants favored by three, and they lose – was it 31-18? Was that the I final score? that is correct. Yeah. So not even close. And honestly, that score is closer because than what the, the Giants game was. were really good in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, comparatively. I, I'm so. kinda, I, I got a question about – and maybe this is for later on. And where are you guys at? Without, again? Uh, I'm now still down 140. So I'll, I'm. You know what? It's going to be going to okay. be a 300 Green oh Bay Packer God, bet please, coming up. No, I think. I, I have a question about if Travis Kelsey gets hurt or if a team figures out how to take him out of a game. Where's Patrick Mahomes? This team, they don't have a litany of great wide receivers right now. So I'm trying to figure out what that team is. If Kelsey's taking more out to of a talk game. about there, because man, do guys There's love lot, fumbling yeah. on their team to, <laughs> to try to lose games. That is for darn sure. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk about that Mavs Nuggets doubleheader oh plus the sorry Mike plus the biggest question in the NBA through the first month of the season. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 3.7. Vinny Smith got the ball into Luca, and here is Luca, a long three. It's no good. Bullard trying to get a shot back up, and Denver wins the game. KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan, where you gotta think Murray. There was a better look available Aaron than Gordon, that for all those Luka. guys. They were there was a lot of oh they players all they missing. all didn't play. They did not play. Oh. So. By my count, this is, and I can go back and check, this is at least the fourth game that the Mavericks have lost to a team that was without their best player. Now, I know they whipped the bejesus out of the Nuggets on Friday, but yesterday, just, I mean, that game, the Orlando game, those feel like games you still have to win. So, Jason Kidd, after the game in his press conference, said, we came out flat, Uh, we came out flat in the third quarter, and that's something we have to look at. That, I would say, watching all the games this year, out of 17 games, they have not cared to engage in the game for the most part in five of the 17 games. That's really bad. Yeah. And that was one of the things a few years ago. I love Rick Carlisle as a coach. I know some people don't like him as a coach. I do think he's a great coach. Obviously, sometimes his communication or friendship or whatever isn't the best with players. But I do think he's a great basketball coach. But I said, man, as much as I like him, I do think you have to think about letting him go if every third or every fourth game, you're not going to really give an effort to even try to win an NBA basketball game. And I feel like 
Five out of 17 games is a really bad number for these Dallas Mavericks in engaging in NBA basketball games. And I know there's a lot more to play. I know there's a lot more to see and watch. And I will say probably the majority of people who even like the Mavericks aren't really watching much Mavericks right right now, especially on a Sunday afternoon night. But it was miserable to watch. The the pace from the Mavericks, I know they're the slowest paced team, but it was just like they really didn't want to engage in running. Josh Green had a great game. But watching that game... Uh, you're so disinterested in a third of these Mavs games. You're like they're not trying. They're they're not working very hard right now. And I don't know where that comes from because if you want to blame it all on Rick Carlisle in 2020, then who do you blame it on now? now. If you want to blame it all on Jason Kidd, gosh, in his second year, he's like you could do it. But I would say the leader of the team. I get it. That's the tough question. How yeah. much of this falls on Luca? I think, look, he loves Ding around before the game. It's trick shots. It's kicking the basketball. And I think he's told all the players, I want this to not be a serious moment. I do not want the 12 minutes before the game to be serious at all. I want to be loose. And I understand that that's what he wants to be. And Jason Kidd has even talked about it last year. He doesn't like it, but he deals with it. He's like, look, this is the way they want it to be. They kind of came together as a team saying, I don't want to do kind of normal layup lines. I don't want to do normal shooting routines. I want Maxi Kleba and Dwight Powell to put on the clown show that they do for, right. for five minutes. And it's, it is what it is. And they made it to the conference finals last year doing it. So then it's like, how can you criticize it too much if they were in the final four last year? But I do think a lot of the just goofing off a minute before the game starts is not the best way to prepare to play NBA teams because every team they play that I get to watch, they don't. There's not another team that does what the Mavericks do to warm up before a game. Are you more concerned about that, or let me read you two things? All right, Christian Wood said that the Mavs don't prep him before games about second half playing time, and he said, "quote I have no clue." And then he played a minute and fifty one seconds in the fourth quarter last night. He said, "quote." I would love to play more. I've voiced that several times, but I just play my role. What is more concerning? The okay. thing you just brought up or that. the, yeah. What you just said. Sorry, Mike. No, no, go ahead. Like that, that now is a, a concern, especially, you know, with not being able to win those games yeah. late against teams that like that, that should be something Christian Wood should be able to go dominate. You want you don't have him in for you have him in for one minute. You can't score. That's not good. This team struggles to score. And, he scored, and you're like, I know they're two different games, but it was the same opponent. He scored 28 points yeah. in the first part of that doubleheader on Friday. I, I don't get what Jason Kidd is doing here. You're nine and seven, and if you were experimenting with different situations late in games, if you were doing all kinds of different things, I want to see what we do playing a little bit faster. I want to see what we do with without Luca having the ball in his hands and working off of the ball and posting him up late in games i want to see what this team looks like with javel mcgee late in the game just to see if we can defend the rim a little better i want to see what we can do with more of an all offensive lineup up there and see how much it destroys this defense he's not he's not experimenting at all he's using the five players that he pretty much used last year taking out brunson which makes us a worse team and he's going i'm going with dorian finney smith and bullock and dwight powell who usually wouldn't be in there late in games in the playoffs and then he throws in, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on, in, so Dinwiddie. Yeah. And he's like, that's it. These are my five guys. I'm not experimenting at all. I'm not trying anything new. I don't care about Christian Wood. I'm going to treat him like a piece of trash most of the time, that he's just a guy who really hasn't accomplished anything in the NBA. And he's, he's 27 years old. He's not 21 or 22. So I'm, I'm really confused. Scoring 100 points in an NBA basketball game is really easy. 
Now, that being said, prepping a guy for what he's going to do in the second half, I understand that not many people have that answer on that unless you are Dinwiddie, unless you are obviously Luka. You know what your role is going to be the final 24 minutes of a game. But I understand where they're not telling Christian Wood, hey, I promise you're going to come into the game with five minutes to go in the third quarter, then we're going to take you out with 10 minutes to go in the game and then put you back in with five minutes to go in the game. I get that he hasn't earned, like, we, you know exactly the minutes you're playing and exactly this and exactly that. But to just throw him away and go, well, Dwight Powell yeah. means so much more to this team. DeAndre Jordan had 17 rebounds. DeAndre Jordan's career is over. He's not good anymore. It would be like JaVale McGee got 17 rebounds last night against the Mavericks, and that happened last year. And we've gone back to, well, we love Dwight Powell as a human being, and Dwight Powell tries very hard every second. He's not a guy that's disinterested in the game. But you're just like, what are we trying to do? This isn't going to make us any better. I am I am curious about this because I wasn't paying attention at this time last year enough right. to know. So if you can help me with this part of it, what was he doing? Was he was it the same thing last year? And then whenever January hit, it changed, and maybe his maybe he looks at the schedule like the the year, the calendar, well, very differently than us. It was, they were nine and go ahead. Go, no, I was. Gonna, they were nine and seven. At this point, so last you had year. a new coach last okay. year, and what he said is, I want Luca off of the ball more. That was the big key going into last year. I want Luca off the ball more, not off the ball a lot, but off the ball more. And you didn't have Dinwiddie at this time. And the other thing, too, is we have to engage Porzingis in this offense. He has to be engaged. If we don't engage him with the basketball and run plays for him, he's not going to really try very hard the rest of the game or the rest of the season. There's already a disconnect with this organization and Porzingis. He desperately wants to be traded, and we can't move him. So Jason Kidd came in last year and said, here's the deal. I want the ball in Brunson's hands when he comes into the game a little bit more to take a little bit of this you-have-to-do-everything-all-the-time Luka mentality. And then I want to get Porzingis really involved on this team. When he's out on the court and healthy, he has to be involved. So that's this year we've gone to we want to be the slowest team in the history of the NBA in this generation. And I know Jason Kidd doesn't want to do that because Jason Kidd wanted to play at a feverish pace most of right. his career until late in his career. So I know that he doesn't want to do this, but Luca stops the ball. There's times where – People do fall down on the other team, too. And we have five-on-fours or four-on-threes. And Luke is like, no, I want to walk the ball up the court and play horrible half-court offense where I'm the only person on this team that can really accomplish half-court offense. Because if you're not a good dribbler and not a good passer, it's really tough to play half-court offense because then you just become a catch-and-shoot guy or a lob-and-dunk guy. And so there's just so many things I'm like, hey – I just wish there was more experimenting going on. At this point, doing it this way, you're only going to win 50% of your games, it looks like, approximately. Try different things. I think Josh Green needs to now play, if he's having a good game, he needs to play the last five minutes. I'm sorry, Reggie Bullock. I really like you, and maybe your shot will start happening around Christmas time. But the best thing for this Mavericks team, for it to happen, is that Josh Green becomes better than Reggie Bullock and they switch roles. And I think that is my concern when you talk about how this team gets better is aside from switching up some of the rotations and using Christian Wood better, like, I just hope, and this is not a strategy, that Tim Hardaway Jr. and Reggie Bullock shoot better. Now, I know Bullock at least has a better track record of picking it up come January. 
Tim Hardaway Jr. has also been abysmal thus far He's this season. He's arguably start. the worst player in the NBA getting over 12 minutes a night. That being said, that is factually correct. If you look at everything he gives you, horrible defensive player, that's not going to change. He's not this bad offensively. He's usually around a 40% shooter. He He's always going to take heat check shots. Even when he's 0 for 7 like last night, he's like, screw it. Eight feet behind the, the three-point line with a guy in my face, I'm wide open. I mean, that's just who he is. As soon as he gets the ball, it has to be shot. And it doesn't matter if he's hot or cold. And there's a part of that that you like from shooters. But then there's another part like, hey, you can't make a shot to save your life. I'd like for you to take good shots. If it's open, take it. But if you're covered with 14 seconds on the shot clock, what the hell are you doing, man? And then he did. Jason Kidd was just as frustrated as I was with that shot. He yanked him out of the game pretty much after that. And like, I can't play the last nine minutes, dude. You can't guard anybody in the NBA and you're killing us offensively. That being said, he's not this bad, but he is the worst version of Tim Hardaway Jr. you could possibly see. And then I understand to finish this why Luca took that bad shot late in the game. He saw a double coming. He's slow. He cannot make quick moves or yeah. quick decisions with three seconds on the shot clock or game clock in this situation. So he's like, screw it. I'll shoot 10 feet behind the three-point line because I am open from here. If I try to get any closer, a double team's going to happen. And for some stupid reason, Jason Kidd's like, you know who should be on the court right now? Reggie Bullock and Dwight Powell. And I'm not 100%. I know Reggie Bullock was in the, one of the corners. But I'm like, why isn't Christian Wood in it this time? Your most efficient scorer who can shoot the ball. Like, no. We need guys that can't shoot right now on the court with three seconds to go. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, were the Cowboys' young tackles one of the main keys to this game? We'll do it next right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105 Through the Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 